everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are and when you're watching this video. Um, thank you for tuning in to me today. Um, I'm doing something slightly different. So this is my weekly update where I'll be giving you some of the Azure news and telling you what I've been up to this week. But I'm trying to do it live and I should be streaming live to YouTube and Facebook at the same time. I'm definitely challenging myself to do these things. I think I've done a few live streams for these weekly updates, um, some successfully, some <laughs> not so, so successfully. Um, but yeah, I'm trying something different. And given it's the kind of last working Friday of the year, I thought I'd go live and see if anybody wanted to join in and have a chat. So if you are live, please do um, drop me a comment, ask me a question. Happy to um, try and answer them interactively today. Um, but first of all, um, I want to cover off some of the Azure news and things that have been happening um, at the moment. And it's been fairly quiet. I think a lot of people have kind of wound down for the holiday period. Um, and I know a lot of my colleagues um, around the world have started to take annual leave. Um, and there's a lot of people um, already off for the year. So there isn't a lot of product announcements. There isn't a lot of news in terms of what's been happening this week. But there has been some announcements. Um, and one of the announcements that we saw, um, and hopefully you have seen this, but in case you haven't, um, we have released some news around certifications. So um, we have lots of certifications at Microsoft covering a vast array of our products, Azure, um, Power Apps, uh, Power BI, SQL, Data, a whole load of um, examinations that you can take. And previously those exams were um, valid for a two year period. So I sat a lot of my my Azure exams two years ago and they were due to expire I think in January or February next year so I was looking to renew them and reset them and what the team have announced is a different format for renewing your exams so instead of having to set a, another exam to um, update the validity of your qualification you're now going to be looking at doing a small test within Microsoft Learn and they haven't fully announced all of the details around all of that um, but yeah, it's exciting to see what's going to happen around that. Um, we will be taking the limit or the val validity of those certifications that you do achieve down to one year. So instead of having the certifications for two years, they'll be valid for one year. You'll need to recertify every year. But every year, those um, cert recertifications are going to be free. So it's an interesting concept. And I'm looking forward to seeing um, what we um um, probably and properly announce come February. Um, just seeing in the live chat here that Richard is tuned in and thank you for tuning in Richard and yes it is an interesting approach to the examinations. It's going to be interesting to see how that affects our approach towards exams, um, approach of studying towards the recertifications, how much um, you actually have to put in. I know I've put in lots and lots of effort to do my original certifications. It'll be interesting to see how much effort is required around all of that and what material is around to help us actually study for these recertifications. I think the team announced that there's going to be some Microsoft Learn materials, some modules, some learning paths that can help you and guide you along the way towards that certificate recertification. So certainly interesting and um, definitely going to be having to look at it because, like I said, my certifications will be expiring at some point next year um, and I want to keep them valid um, and I've also got a whole host of exams I want to add to my collection Um, not sure when I'll get those fitted in um, in terms of what, what my schedule looks like but there's certainly a few on my radar that I definitely want to try and um, look at next year as well so 
lots to think about and lots to do. Um, another bit of announcement that happened uh, this week, or I think it was actually last night when I was sleeping here in the UK, um, the team that do text to speech actually um, launched a whole bunch of new voices. Um, I think it was 46 new voices in terms of turning that text to speech. So if you're working on an application that reads out text and puts it into speech, then um, yeah, there's a whole host of new voices available for you. Um, and it's quite interesting to see some of the feedback and the processes that they've went through that. Um, because they've added in some regional um, variations to the languages and they've also taken some feedback from some German speakers around how um, German speakers um, actually pronounce some English words that aren't in the German language. Um, I think a few of the examples were um, Star Wars um, and how we pronounce that when you're um, German. So um, interesting feedback around that. Um, and when I finish this live stream, I'll be posting some links to read more about this as well. So yeah, um, bit of a quiet news week this week, but that's that's kind of the technology news from the Azure news world as well. My news this week, um, it has been a fairly busy week, um, despite everybody trying to run down for Christmas and trying to um, close up their diaries and get their to-do list finished for the new year. Mine has been pretty hectic. Um, I This is my third live stream of the week. I've still got one more to go, which is the AZ Update show, and I'll be on um, later with Pierre and Anthony talking about um, news, and um, I think Anthony's got some good topics lined up for us to talk about, so definitely tune into that later on today. I think that's 3pm UK time. So definitely tune into that. We love the interaction from the community around that. So that'll be my fourth live stream of the week. So definitely busy on that front. Um, I also hosted the last Glasgow Azure user group for 2020, which was um, massively well supported. And a, a huge big thank you to our speakers, our audience and our sponsors for their continued support throughout this year, even though we've had to pivot to the virtual events. Um, virtual events are great, but they're not necessarily the same as in-person events. So huge thank you to everybody that supported those events throughout the year. Um, we had um, some interesting speakers this week. We had Donovan Brown and we had Heine from um, Ateos and Heine was actually an interesting one because she was talking about big data and I don't know anything about big data. I'll be truly honest, I know the services, I kind of know the capabilities but I've never really fully used it properly. Um, and Heine gave, gave a great presentation around some of the real world examples that she's been working with. And um, also it was interesting to see Heine's approach to slides. She loves to animate and she had drawn a lot of her own slides. Um, so yeah, it was interesting to see that. And it's definitely one I'm going to see if I could maybe steal that idea from and maybe do some of my own animations or drawings within the slides just to change it up a little bit. Um, Richard's asking here in the comments whether we'll have Ignite in person next year. Um, I'm not sure. I think the official Microsoft guidance is that we'll have no in-person events until July 2021 at the least. Um, beyond that, I'm not sure what the plan is, but certainly there's going to be no in-person events for Microsoft until July 2021. As far as I understand it, obviously the situation is continually evolving. So what that means for the second half of next year, I don't know. I don't know if we will be get back to in-person events. I know here in the UK, there's parts of us going back into lockdown again, full lockdown. Um, I think Wales and Ireland or Northern Ireland have announced um, that full lockdowns will happen on Boxing Day 26th or 27th of December. So 
it's an ever-changing um, state of play and I don't know where the rest of the world is going to be. So it'll be interesting to see what happens at Ignite. Um, I'd love to get back to in-person events, absolutely. Definitely missing it, definitely missing the the banter, um, taking selfies with people, um, sticker swapping, just just that, that uh, ambience you get with in-person events. Um, fingers crossed we'll have some kind of semblance of normality next year, but who knows? Who knows? Um, certainly my diary is looking really busy next year already. Lots of people are filling up um, calendar spots um, already internally in January and February and March. Um, so it's going to be a, a quick start um, to what we're happening. Um, we'll be definitely hitting the ground running come I think it's January 5th or 6th I go back to work. So definitely be hitting the ground running there as well. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about this week is a, a tweet I put out innocently. Um, kind of went slightly viral or slightly viral for me um, and it was a tweet where my colleague and I Thomas uh, sorry Oren were talking about um, old technology or legacy technology that I remember and we we're having a bit of reminisce internally and a tweet I posted um, where Oren reminded me of Norton Ghost which is a disc kind of cloning software um, back in the day not sure if it's um coming or not I don't, don't don't know if actually it's still available um but I remember it being a bit tricky uh, lots of people have um, inputted into that Twitter thread saying that they have um actually loved Norton Ghost um so I don't know whether it was maybe just a lack of knowledge maybe my company's um implementation of it but it certainly wasn't a fun bit of software to use back in the day and I love everybody's comments if you haven't seen this Twitter thread please do take some time to have a look at it everybody's posted some great examples of legacy technology or technology that they remember um, fondly or with a shudder. Um, and it's been quite interesting. So I'm definitely going to be um, taking a bit of a coffee break later on today to have a scroll through, to have a read up on it, because there's some great ideas and really taking me back through memory um, lane as well. So I'm going to see if I can actually um, maybe even fire up some of these older versions. Um, one of the ones that a few people have mentioned is Hiring Boot Disk, which often saved my bacon a few times um, when laptops or machines had um, forgotten, had been locked out the password. And I think there was a utility within Hiring Boot that allowed you to try and break that password um, if it was, um, you know, you hadn't got it. So um, definitely um, one I want to look at. I think Hiring was an open source product. It wasn't illegal to use. It was just a community product. Please do correct me if my assumption around it being an open source product is wrong. Um, I definitely don't want to be putting out wrong information there. But as far as I was aware, um, Hiring Boot Disk was, was a kind of open source product using various different utilities, using Windows PE as well to help get into those laptops and machines that you couldn't get into so I'm going to have a look and see if I can maybe fire that up and maybe that's going to be my blog post or my first blog post in January and um, playing with some older technology um, but yeah it's definitely been a nice memory um, walk down memory lane for me um, yes Richard I'm seeing your comment about the event in, in February there might be something, might not. Just have to watch for our Twitter feeds and see what's happening. Um, but yeah, um, lots of cool things happening next year um, and, and in the future. It's, it's definitely going to be, like I said, a busy one when I go back to work and start off. Um, I am going to be doing some videos over the holiday period. I know lots of people will be enjoying time with their family, downtime, trying to get away from their, their desk and um, taking some chill out time and self-care time. I have got some fun videos lined up for release over the holiday period. 
I'm going to be doing my usual roundup of um, video and blog of talking about the year, talking about how much I've blogged, how much I've travelled. That'll be a short paragraph talking about travel, but I'm definitely going to be doing that roundup video and blog. I did it last year. Um, and I did it the year before as well. And it's always it's always nice for me to look back on that and have a look and reflect on what I've been doing this year. Um, it's definitely been a different year um, of sorts. So, yeah, um, definitely make sure you've subscribed to my YouTube channel. Um, if you've liked this video, again, please do hit that big like button. Um, and thank you so much to everybody that has supported me this year, has um, supported me. Um, my YouTube channel and everything that I do, I really do appreciate it. And um, here's hoping that 2021 is much more positive for all of us. Um, stay safe, everybody, and I will catch you again sometime soon.